Right on set. Rolling. Action. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Enka and welcome back to another episode with another movie review. What? Here we are. Another movie review. We're quite excited because we never do movie reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's so rare for us to do a movie review. <laughs> you just never see that. Nah, we watched this movie this late. Was end of August. August, yeah. I think, yeah. And, and if you're wondering which movie it is, we're talking about... Mm, Gran Turismo. So exciting. Very exciting. You said it with so much passion. I am trying, okay? <laughs> But no, we're excited to be back with another episode. This one mm -hmm. is um, not spooky. We've been watching a lot of really spooky movies. Yeah, we're changing it up. We have some currently as we're drama. recording it is October. Right. Halloween is just next week, so it makes sense that we've seen a lot of horror. So spooky and horror has been our our tea for yeah. the past couple of days, month actually. Mm -hmm. uh, so Gran Turismo. I mean, this movie came out of nowhere. I feel like <laughs> I I saw it on uh, trailers on the theater. Maybe like a month before it came out. And I was like, oh, well, that looks interesting. Right. I've never played the game. Uh, with that said, it is based on a game. The same, the game with the same name, Gran Turismo. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's actually pretty close uh, to the real life story of this one kid that was a really big Gran Turismo player. Mm -hmm. uh, so for those that don't know, Gran Turismo is a video game that simulates reality of uh, car racing. Mm -hmm. And apparently, it's like super, super close to real life racing. Right. Um, so, this whole movie bases on this one kid that was really good at it. And Gran Turismo decided to do with Nissan a, a contest to see if they can put one of these kids on an actual racing car mm -hmm. for professional racing. Uh, so, this happened in real life. And the character based that we see in the movie uh, mm -hmm. is actually the same character in real life. Uh, and the real life person actually helped in the movie and mm -hmm. uh, supported in the background with, with some of the stuff. Uh, so yeah, this movie seems like one of those like doesn't happen in real life, but mm -hmm. no, that happened. Definitely an underdog kind of tale, mm -hmm. uh, which we all know and love very much. Um, I know I enjoyed it a lot. Oh my goodness, I had <laughs> so much fun. And I mean, we we briefly talked about this mm -hmm. uh, when you were looking up the reviews, and I think I loved it more than many people did, hmm. which is interesting. And... Yeah, I'll read some of the reviews I found. Um, I think the main criticism I saw was that this is just an ad. Oh. That the movie itself felt like an ad for the game overall, and uh -huh. how the actual storyline just kind of fell flat compared to all the visuals that they were hyping up mm -hmm. um, for driving. I mean, I think the, the visuals were absolutely gorgeous. No, they were. Like, I'm not really sure how they did this. I think mm -hmm. they had actual drivers driving these cars for some of these shots. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed the visual aspect of this movie. Yeah, definitely. In conjunction with the real, uh, with the uh, SFX, mm -hmm. um, VFX, sorry. Because uh, they had really good shots with like yeah. the cars deconstructing, or as he was playing his video game, the mm -hmm. car coming around him and becoming a real car. Uh, I think it was a really clever way to do it and a really good mm -hmm. way to implement the video game into this movie. Because uh, usually you think of like Ready Player One and, and Pixel and all of these movies mm -hmm. that have tried to 
implement video games and not right. every single movie is able to do it successfully and my personal opinion i think they they accomplished that i think they brought video games and movies together not as in like mario bros the movie that is like a movie right. based on the video game <laughs> mm -hmm. this one is more a video game within the movie mm. Mm -hmm. And I think they did that really well. Yeah, definitely. There was um, quite a few people that we know that was in this movie. Being yeah. Orlando Bloom, David Harbour. I wish I knew how to say this person's name. Jimon Honso. Hmm. That is my, that is my <laughs> best guess on how to pronounce his name. But I've seen him in other things yeah. before too. And then we have Archie Madmadikwe which mm -hmm. I'm hoping I'm saying correctly, he plays our main character um, who's playing Jan Mardenborough. Yeah. Um, that is who this movie is based off of. As a side note, if you have not seen Orlando Bloom in a while, mm -hmm. you might not recognize him. I recognized him right away. <laughs> but Caitlin was like, that's not Orlando Bloom. It took There's me a while no to realize that it was Orlando Bloom. It does look like a, a, a bootlegged Orlando Bloom. I know. And that's weird because it was really him the whole time. <laughs> I knew it was him. I had no doubt. I about just it. remember him from Lord of the Rings too much, and that was like twenty <sighs> years ago. I cannot so. even. When I think of Orlando Bloom, I do not think of Lord of the Rings. My mind goes immediately to Pirates, Pirates of the, of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Of course, of course. I can't blame you for that. I can't, I even forget that he's in Lord of the Rings. He is <laughs> Legolas. Have you even really seen Lord of the Rings? I know Legolas. A little bit. No, I, I know Legolas. This is just pop culture. Come on, Legolas. Come on. You gotta know Legolas. Babe, last I checked, you did not watch all the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movies. I know, but I know Legolas. Okay. Come on. <laughs> it's like no, knowing um, Dumbledore. Potato, potato. Right, because that's equivalent. It's like not knowing what's the name of the other, the 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 Dobby, but in, <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. The dub, the my Are you talking? <laughs> You're talking about Gollum. Gollum is like not the Dobby Gollum. of Lord of the Rings. You heard it here, folks. That is how it was in my head, twenty four seven. Seeing as you time. watched Harry Potter first, I don't believe. Well, you. even before then, it's not that it was the Dobby of Lord of the Rings, but they're interchangeable. They're like the same character. In my head, they were always the same character. Should we do like a side-by-side -side visual of what they look like to see <laughs> that you were wrong? They are pretty similar. They are pretty similar. Yeah, we'll get back to the movie. <laughs> how about cars? How about <laughs> racing cars? <laughs> Tell me a little bit more of what you thought about the actual story. Okay. I mean, you can talk about visuals all you want. Those are great. Yeah. The critics were concerned about the story. I mean, there's only so much that you can do about the story. I mean, I don't know the real life happenings of... Um, mm -hmm this one character uh, what's his name the Jan Martinborough Jan mm -hmm. I don't know what actually went down with Jan now I know how much the story the story stuck with the real life mm. experiences but I think there's only so much that you can do when you want to make like almost like a documentary narrative autobiography type thing yeah you don't want to deviate too much from what actually happened so mm -hmm. they didn't just i don't think personally i don't think they came out with a story uh, out of nowhere just trying to put this one character and insert him into this one random story mm -hmm. and that's why you cannot really complain about this story because it was because what it happened in real life had 
Maybe it's just experience. how it was shown, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Because, for example, in the movie, Jan has this one other racer in the competition. Mm-hmm. But initially, they seem like they're really big enemies. Right. And then at the end, they become uh, colleagues and really good friends, pretty much. And then there is also this one guy on a on a golden car that is like uh, a daddy's son. And... <laughs> just has all this money because his parents have the money yeah and he's like oh i'm the best in the world and if you're not gonna be with me then you're really bad i'm not sure if that necessarily happened but if it didn't happen it had to happen in this movie at mm-hmm. least because we couldn't just see the adversity of trying to become a, a car racer from a video game but also the adversity of people that actually do not think that you can make it mm-hmm and it cannot just be yourself thinking that you're not enough with a, um, the complex. What's it called? Oh, um, like imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. It can not only be that. It has to be people in the exterior. I mean, he, his dad himself mm-hmm. was like, you, why are you playing video games all day long? You should be a soccer player like your dad and you should be a soccer player like your brother. Like, his dad was a professional soccer player mm-hmm. in an actual real-life team. Right. Uh, which I'm also not sure if that happened, but I don't see why such a random fact would be right. made it's up. It's also set in Wales, so if I exactly. have a feeling it's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was Cardiff, the, mm-hmm. the team, but I, yeah. I might be wrong. Um, But yeah, like, his dad initially did not believe in him. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, the dad was like, I am so sorry that I made you th- go through all of the things that I made you go through and didn't believe in you because I'm glad you believed in yourself mm-hmm. and I should have done the same thing. I got to say, I read this in a critique of the film where they're like, they make the dad out to be such like a bad guy for not believing in his son. But did his son ever do anything other than just play video games before he found out about the competition? Like maybe he mm-hmm. was correct in being concerned that all his son did was play video games. The thing with this baby is that this is not set in... 9090 this is said in like what late 2000s still early i'm just saying if you have a friend who's obsessed with racing cars no, i know but never gets behind the wheel to actually race i know but i like, don't think i don't necessarily think he was trying to go behind the wheel and become an actual car racer if anything in his head because of the time that this was set on i think he was trying to become a professional gamer hmm. and become like Go on an E-team for uh, Gran Turismo. That wasn't exactly, like, shown, though. He was going to these parties with his... Well, parties. He was going to the arcade with his friends to play Gran Turismo all day long in actual competitions. Because as far as I know, they were actually competing. Because it's, like, a live game. You can play with other players. Yeah, but he was actively trying to be the best so I don't think he was just all day playing video games, like, oh, dad, whatever you say. No, he was actually trying to go for it. Like, not he wasn't trying to be a car racer. He was trying to be a professional gamer. And I think that's what the dad didn't understand because many dads, and we've seen this in many other stories, dads usually think that video games is just a waste of time, which many times, I would say 80% of the time, it might be. <laughs> I experienced it myself. Mm-hmm. I could be doing many other things instead of be playing video <laughs> games. But when there is someone that can become a millionaire from playing video games because of how good they are, then it is not just a waste of time. So I think that's where the dad is not really 
uh, right for not believing in his son because his son was actually actively telling him, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Not just like wasting time. I guess. I just don't think that that depth of a video mm-hmm. game conversation it's, was shown at all. It yeah. just made it out because of how short that time period between the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and him getting picked up to be a part what of the, the movie game. Was about. Yeah, I can like, see that. You didn't get to see that at all. Yeah, I mean, it's really complicated specifically because of the subject matter. People don't, it's still a, a conversation mm-hmm. that most people are not ready to have. The video games can get you money. Right. Like, even still with uh, big YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all they do is playing video games or like streaming on Twitch and whatnot. Um, people still think like, "Oh, are you gonna get a real job?" Mm. Even though they're making bank. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it's a difficult conversation yeah. right now. Not because it's like, "Oh, it's so personal." Or, mm-hmm. No, it's just it's a new era with new ways to become successful, new ways mm-hmm. to get income, uh, and and not everyone is with it. And I understand. Yeah. I got to say, um, I know you mentioned the <laughs> other, like, villain of the story being that, yeah. like, other racer. I know this sounds really stupid, <laughs> but it reminded me of um, <laughs> Chuck from the first Cars movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like yes, our guy, like our main villain guy, was actually like, very good, mm-hmm. and Chuck was just sort of felt like mediocre, and always in like the top three. But this was the first. Chuck if he was actually the king. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what <laughs> I got out of it. So I was like, is the king with Chuck's personality? <laughs> yes, literally with Chuck's entire personality. So I thought that was kind of funny. I, th- if I remember correctly, I think they might have um, potentially based it off of like a real like opponent of mm. his or whatever i don't know for sure um Mind you, these kids are young really funny. So yeah no they're like really in know, their 20s i don't watch racing or anything mm-hmm. like that so i don't know how early someone can get into professional right. racing but these seem like they were becoming professionals mm-hmm. but just not... like how lightning mcqueen was about to become a professional but that was the piston cup babe <laughs> what else do you want <laughs> no i think these kids were actually racing in in lower end races mm-hmm. and then they went for the big old like 48 hours straight race yeah that really was it 48 or 24 24 that was insane that'd be even crazier i didn't even know that was a thing i know that's an actual thing i will watch that anyway should we get into some reviews let's do it okay the first one i have here <laughs> is from vulture.com a vulture vulture.com as in like the bird the bird Ka-ka. So, this is the film insists an example of a father not supporting his child, though until the competition invite materializes miraculously out of the blue, Jan has done nothing to pursue his professional dreams of becoming a race car driver except, well, playing Gran Turismo. And the worthiness of playing Gran Turismo is as much of a point as the film is able to summon. It may have a hard time figuring out what to do with Jan, but as a person with feelings and a future, Jan also just doesn't really matter. Both his rivalry with a Nepo baby driver played by mm-hmm. Josa Stradowski and his romance with a girl from home, Maeve Cordier Lily, barely register. The film has this dreamlike sheen, its characters always gleamingly lit regardless of their surroundings. It barely explores the difference between driving a car in a game and on a track, with time slipping by in a way that makes it unclear whether weeks, months, or years have passed. That is true. The line between a movie and an advertisement has gotten increasingly blurry. 
movies used to be a way to sell toys, but now toys have become the sole basis of movies. But Gran Turismo, in its texturelessness, the lack of joy in its depictions of gameplay, its too sleek race footage, and a void of a main character, is particularly egregious in what it in what it's doing. It doesn't even aim for the vindication fantasies of past gamer-turned-savior movies like The Last Starfighter or Pixels. It offers instead a numbing sort of reassurance that it's industrious to keep playing your game of choice, that someday it'll all be worthwhile, even if you can't see how yet. Did he just praise Pixels? Uh, If you want to interpret it like that, I think so, yeah. People bash Pixels. I know! (laughs) I I really liked it. I've never seen it. I really like it. People bash Pixels for the longest <laughs> time. And he just came out praising Pixels too bad on Grand Turismo. That's I, so funny. I don't know. No, but I can agree with some of the stuff uh, with the timeline specifically. Um, you don't really know when they're already on the Nissan training camp. Mm-hmm. You don't know how long they've been there. And people are just exiting and exiting uh, left and right. And you don't really know mm-hmm. how long it's been. And so that I can definitely understand. But then it goes back to the same point that I was saying earlier. I don't think he was be- trying to become a, a racer. Mm-hmm. It just happened. And right. I think it's just a, a really specific story. Yeah. Like this is not a do this and then everything will come out right for you. Mm-hmm. Or like follow my steps and you become a professional racer. No, this is a, a one in a million opportunity. Lightning strike kind of that opportunity. That happened in real life. Yeah. Is not gonna happen to you. It's not gonna happen to anybody clear. else. <laughs> yeah, but it really happened. Mm-hmm. So it's not like what they were saying about keep playing your game of preference, and then one day it will happen for you. It probably won't, mm-hmm. unless you're actively trying to go for e gaming, which, for example, nowadays even oral college, less university, they mm-hmm. now have an esports. Um, yeah, after team. we leave, all the cool clubs are coming in. <laughs> so yeah, they have they actively have esports, and, and mm-hmm. many colleges are doing this and actually competing. So it is an actual method of um, becoming successful nowadays. Mm-hmm. But this story, it's not about that specifically, right? So the thing of like do it and then you make it is not really there because this is so specific exactly i i will comment on the fast pace um or yeah. the pace in which you can't quite tell when things are happening i really enjoyed that i like that personally too. Yeah. i didn't want to see him losing every single race over and over yeah and, over. and and with a racing movie <laughs> it kind of fit that it was also fast pace yeah. because he's zooming through mm-hmm. the track just as much as we're zooming through like his story yeah. and that's what kept my interest Maybe that's the the Gen Z, and I think it slowed down at the right time yeah. when he crashed, for example, and mm-hmm. and then he was just like, I need to take a second, I need to step back and and consider my life and what right. I actually want to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it slowed down at the right time. But come on, if you're watching this movie, we all know what we want. Mm-hmm. We want to see the moment in which he succeeds. Mm-hmm. We don't want the dramatic racing shots. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be just like oh. In the second part of this movie, mm-hmm. like in, in Gran Turismo 2, you actually see how he wins a cup. <laughs> right. No, you want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. So that's why it has to move so fast. Because yeah. in real life, it took a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here for all that. <laughs> right, literally. I don't want to have like a three-hour epic of it, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> so the other view review I got is from the New York Times. 
says, Since the late 1990s, the Gran Turismo racing games for PlayStation have brought in billions of dollars, Mm -hmm. rivaling the box office bounties of some movie franchises. It was only a matter of time before a movie offshoot arrived, following in the tracks of other live-action adaptations of PlayStation games, including last year's Uncharted. Gran Turismo, the movie, tells the true but unlikely story of Jan Mardenborough, a Gran Turismo maven who became a professional racer of actual cars on actual tracks. Blom Camps, I believe that's the director's last name, handling of the track scenes lacks a compelling physicality or, if you'll pardon the term, drive. The editing and camera work could use a sharper sense of rhythm and velocity. That might not matter so much if it were paired with a strong screenplay, but the platitudinous script here lacks flair, though Jan does have the likable quirk of listening to Enya or Kenny G to chill out before races. Madekwe conveys a youthful vulnerability in an appealing air of quiet doggedness, even if he's mild-mannered as a performer here. The movie doesn't need to achieve the same levels of sensation as a wildly popular racing simulator, but it should convey excitement and dynamism in its own cinematic way. When the novelty of watching a gamer became a driver wears off, we're left with an adequate racing drama in a medium built for so much more. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I don't like racing games. I mean, I I, I don't say that I don't like them. I don't gravitate towards them. Hmm. I've played racing games once or twice right. maybe and this movie uh, to what to the point that they were saying it actually brought me um desire to play a racing game really yeah. so the advertisement worked <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> yes it did it did uh-huh. um so i can definitely feel what they were saying about like it just highlighting the the experience of the mm-hmm. game itself and i guess yeah it goes back to being an advertisement yeah but like what movie isn't Mm -hmm. every movie is an advertisement for something yeah and i guess like if you look at the screenplay like if you just like take away all the (laughs) racing stuff and just look at the screenplay as a whole is not the most like unique um Mm -hmm. premise underdog you know what it reminds me of a little bit what what does it remind you of well other than cars Uh it also reminds me what's it called herbie with Lindsay Lohan. Really? It reminds me of Was that? Was that Herbie? I think so. With the the dung beetle? Did she just say a dung beetle? <laughs> <laughs> What's that car called? I'm looking this up. The beetle. The Yeah. Isn't that a dung beetle? That is not what that car is called. A Volkswagen beetle. Yeah, but a beetle. Come on. A dung beetle. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, what's the movie called? I'm finding it. Herbie. Herbie Fully Loaded. I knew it. I'm so good. But yeah, it reminds. Have you seen that movie ever? No. No. I saw trailers for it on some of my old DVDs. Oh my goodness! But I, gotta, I never actually saw it. I gotta show it to you. Yeah, it's kind of the similar vibe, of. Oh my goodness! I don't really know. I haven't seen this movie in, maybe, a dozen years. But I think her dad died. And he wanted to be a racer, or he was a racer, and died racing, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and then she gets <laughs> this magical car that speaks. <laughs> How does this <laughs> remind you of Gran Turismo? It's also an underdog experience. Mm. And she has this mentor, and, and they're trying to make it together. Right. But, yeah, just a side note. <laughs> <laughs> Here, did he hear about 
anyways yeah i just i know this is someone's real life but as far as like a screenplay goes it followed like a generic path of like you yeah. you meet them you're excited <laughs> about them and then suddenly the accident the thing that might make them turn mm-hmm. back and refuse <laughs> to continue and then look at that he overcame it and now he succeeds like it's like the classic three-act story structure there's I'm not nothing mad about like, that though is that bad? i know there's nothing wrong about it i guess people just might be wanting more than that nowadays i don't know i don't think it's like a bad story so arc. you're saying i want too just... little <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I think that's the issue with um, real life stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know what actually happened to this guy. I didn't know this guy had ever existed. I'm, I'm happy Never he heard did. of him until the movie. But it's an issue that you already know what's going to happen. Like, if you know mm-hmm. of Jan, before you watch this movie, you already know that he became a professional. Right, exactly. So the movie, he's going to become mm-hmm. a professional. And you know that they're not making a movie off of someone that just failed exactly so like <laughs> it's a movie you they're gonna make it stuff. don't worry mm-hmm. but it also gives me it, i had the same feeling with oppenheimer like mm-hmm. this movie is amazing but the ending is not a be it's not gonna be as good as i i would like it to be mm-hmm. because i already know the ending yeah this, is, this a is a movie. real person yeah yeah in oppenheimer it happened mm-hmm. because it was a historical fact that i already knew about yeah in this movie is because of what you said mm-hmm. they made a movie about this guy he's not just gonna lose if you made a movie about him, it's because mm-hmm. he made it. And I think that's where then all the cool visual effects come in. Exactly. Where even if the story isn't the most like amazing mm-hmm. compared to other like underdog stories or whatever, or if it's the exact same as other ones we've seen, the visuals is what helps separate mm-hmm. it from it. Because again, like it felt like you were really seeing a video game. The visuals really <laughs> captured your attention. There was only one moment I think where I was like that is clearly fake yeah. but then other times yeah. i like they really did their job trying to make sure that it blended seamlessly with real footage and just computer effects you know what i mean and like, i guess I it really it reson- this movie really resonates with me as well mm-hmm. because i play soccer for mm-hmm. the better half of my life right uh, and then I, at some point i just decided to not do it anymore pivot to i was almost else. a professional soccer player mm-hmm. and I, I, one could say i retired <laughs> You hung up your, your, what what is it? Your pads, your knee pads. My cleats. You hung up your cleats and you never put them back on. And this movie has at at some point the same sentiment of like, Mm -hmm. this guy's been playing this game for his entire life. And now you came into an accident. Are you willing to give it all up and then be the rest of your life? And like, what could have happened? Mm -hmm. I wonder. And... I I know even though I decided to not play soccer anymore, and I'm really happy with my decision because of where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still a thought that comes to my head, like what could have happened if I continued in that path. We joke a lot about if uh, you would have been <laughs> in the World Cup. <laughs> um. So I mean, that moment in Jan's story resonated with me, but I, I understand that it's a really specific story mm-hmm. for people that played sports because sports and also music, for example, if you've been practicing Mm -hmm. the violin for 20 years and you want to become a professional but all of a sudden you quit right then you have the same feeling of like i wonder what would have happened Mm -hmm. but it's it might be too specific as well for a certain demographic right anyways out of five clapping boards i'm giving it a 4.5 nice i really enjoyed it like i said i was blown away by the visuals 
I really enjoyed the pacing. Um, even if the story didn't resonate with me, mm-hmm. the whole experience of watching it unfold is what resonated. Yeah. I thought that was like really cool overall. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four point three. Very specific. Yeah, it feels right. Any reasoning? Well, no, I, I really enjoyed the movie. It's just mm-hmm. that ugh, it's so complicated. I also want to give it a four point six. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.5 just because I will consider this movie one of my favorites of the genre. Hmm. I don't know what genre that will be. but Drama. It's definitely not in the same category as, say, Babylon, but um, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. So, and I will watch it over and over. I think I, I really want to watch it again right now. So 4.5, I think it's valid. Well, thank you so much for being here one more week with us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a, a comment and, and a nice little follow on any nice Spotify or Apple Podcast, wherever you want. You can find us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can find us on those uh, podcasting platforms as and cut with an exclamation mark at the end. If you're listening to us right now, just know that you can also watch us record this podcast. And we have the recording on our YouTube. You can find us at That Film Couple. We have a couple good fun stuff in there uh, other than podcasts. Uh, You can also find us on TikTok at That Film Couple. Mm -hmm. Also a beautiful faces. And we do (laughs) a whole separate kind of content in there. And we also do more movie reviews in there, like short version and whatnot. Uh, You can follow (laughs) us on Instagram at Podcast, And you can follow me as sebi.mp4 and you can follow me at caitlin.mp4 thank you so much for being here one more week and we'll see you on the next one and cut yeah baby we got too many handles